This is The World in 10 for Monday the 23rd of January. I'm Sonal Patel. And I'm Steve Forbes. A man who shot and killed 10 people celebrating Chinese New Year in the US has been found dead in a van. Gun violence needs to stop. There's too much of it. Uh, We're all standing here tonight because an individual took a weapon and did the damage. And former UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson makes a surprise trip to Ukraine. It's great to see you. It's an absolute honour to to be here again. You know, you're you're, you're too kind and you're too generous. We start in the United States. They say and can confirm that a firearm was... A TV news reporter at the scene of yet another shooting, this time in Monterey Park in Los Angeles. That is the only detail there. Ten people were killed in the attack in a ballroom as they celebrated the Chinese Lunar New Year. 22 p.m., officers from the Monterey Park Police Department responded to a local business in the 100 block of West Garvey Avenue in the city of Monterey Park regarding a shots fired call. Ten people were killed in the attack in a ballroom as they celebrated the Chinese Lunar New Year. And pronounced ten of the victims deceased at the scene. The scene, a sea of police lights and helicopters hovering above. And ambulances treating the injured. Monterey Park is home to one of the largest Asian American communities in the US. I had my headphones at the time, but I did hear some sounds going off and I was like, fireworks? I remember even her coming in and telling me, she's like, you didn't tell me that they were going to have fireworks? I'm like, they never have fireworks. Gabriel lives in the area. And then I knew for a fact it was not fireworks when I heard the helicopter up above. The shooter, a 72-year-old man, who Can Tran, has been found dead in a van. He'd shot himself. Los Angeles County Sheriff Robert Luna. Investigators conducted a search of the vehicle and determined the male inside the van was the mass shooting suspect. During the search, several pieces of evidence were found inside the van, linking the suspect to both locations. Officers believe the 72-year-old was planning a similar attack at a dance studio in the neighbouring town of Alhambra before he was overpowered. The 10 people who died are still being identified, but they're thought to be in their 50s and 60s and all probably of Asian descent. Congresswoman Judy Chu says there are many questions that need answering. What was the motive for this shooter? Did he have a mental illness? Was he a domestic violence abuser? How did he get these guns? The Monterey Park Lunar celebrations have been cancelled as the community mourns, the red lanterns and festive banners slowly being removed. To Ukraine, where the former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has made a surprise visit to the country, meeting with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. You're welcome. Uh, Very, very good. Very, very good. Great to to see you. It's an absolute honour to to be here again. You're you're, you're too kind and you're too generous to... The XPM arrived in the capital, Kyiv, having already visited the town of Borodyanka and the city of Bucha. He was greeted by Zelensky and a row of top Ukrainian officials, including the foreign minister and the head of the president's office, who lined up outside the presidential administration in the heart of the city. Although it remains unclear in what capacity Mr Johnson made the trip, he did so at the invitation of the president. 
The Times' George Grills says Mr Johnson is taking every opportunity to continue the relationship which started while he was in number 10. It's not inconvenient for him to sort of have that sort of international presence still. You know, Zelensky sort of affords him almost like like he's a he's still a world leader, this sort of almost state visit where there's one-on-one meetings and Johnson City behind a Union Jack sort of almost looks like he's sort of representing the UK when when obviously that's that's not really the case anymore. It comes as increased pressure is being put on allies of Ukraine, including Germany, to supply more tanks to the war-torn country. Earlier this week, the UK confirmed it would send Challenger 2 tanks to Ukraine to bolster the country's war effort, a decision Mr Johnson's spokesman said he supported. On Sunday, Germany's Foreign Minister Anna Baerbock said she would not stand in the way of Poland if they were to send Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine. It could prove to be a breakthrough for the country, which has been asking Western allies for tanks for months. Germany has so far held back on sending them, and prior to Baerbock's comments on Sunday, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz said he would monitor the situation closely. The way we have proceeded in the past, always discussing the concrete situation closely with all our friends and allies, is the way we will proceed in the future. We will have to fear that this war will continue for a very long time, and that is why it is important for Ukraine to know that we will not slacken our support and will continue to act as long as necessary. A Russian spokesperson said on Friday that Western countries supplying additional tanks to Ukraine would not change the course of the conflict and that they would add more to the problems of the Ukrainian people. Coming up, one of the biggest online games in the world is shutting down in China and hundreds mourn Lisa Marie Presley at her Memphis memorial. There have been huge power cuts across Pakistan. It follows a breakdown in the national grid, which has left cities including Karachi, Islamabad and Lahore without power. In Lahore, commuters are left stranded waiting for trains that cannot run. Across the country, traffic lights are down, fans have stopped and lights are off. Even the country's stock exchange is struggling to get back to business as usual. Backup generators have allowed many crucial services, such as hospitals, to maintain their power supplies. The energy minister, Kurum Dastagar, said electricity would be restored nationwide, adding that this was not a major crisis. And services have returned to some areas. The country generates most of its power using imported fossil fuels. But as global energy prices have gone up, so has the pressure on the country's finances. Earlier this month, the government ordered all malls to shut by 8.30 and restaurants 10 o'clock under a new energy-saving plan. Hundreds of mourners have paid their respects to Lisa Marie Presley during her memorial service at her Graceland estate in Memphis. The only child of legendary singer Elvis Presley passed away on the 12th of January from a suspected cardiac arrest just two days after appearing at the Golden Globe Awards where she celebrated Austin Butler's Best Actor win for portraying her father in a biopic about his life. Famous faces turned up, including singer Alanis Morissette and Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose. The Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson, also paid tribute. So for Riley, for Harper and Finley, and for the entire family, we march forward in support of you. All of us are with you. Her mother, Priscilla Presley, thanked everyone for coming to honour her daughter as she stood on the stage on the front lawn of the estate. She then read out a tribute written by one of Lisa Marie's children. Lisa Marie Presley was an icon, a role model, a superhero to many people all over the world. 
but Mama was my icon. Lisa Marie has been buried on the estate next to her son, Benjamin Keogh, who died in 2020. Elvis and other members of the Presley family are also buried at Graceland. In sport, John Jackson has the latest on an NFL star's recovery from a cardiac arrest. Less than three weeks after suffering a cardiac arrest on the field, Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin was back at Buffalo's Highmark Stadium for their NFL playoff game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Hamlin received a standing ovation from fans when video screens showed him in attendance, with the 24-year-old responding by putting his hands together to make a heart symbol. Hamlin's made a remarkable recovery since collapsing moments after making a tackle in a game between the same teams on January the 2nd. The Bills lost the game by 27 points to 10, with the Bengals going on to face the Kansas City Chiefs for a place in the Super Bowl. One of the most seminal online games, World of Warcraft, is going offline in China. Millions of players in the country are being forced to say goodbye following a public fallout between developer Blizzard and publisher NetEase. It brings their 14-year deal to an end, as NetEase has managed the World of Warcraft servers since 2008. The breakup has become so volatile that NetEase employees smashed a World of Warcraft statue outside their offices. It's reported that the dispute was down to NetEase wanting structural changes that would impact the US firm's control over its intellectual property. The Chinese gaming market is notoriously restrictive, with few major overseas titles available to players there. Blizzard has advised players to download their characters and progress, which can be uploaded again if a new distribution partner for China is found. And finally, waves of more than 15 metres usually have people running to the hills. But there are some, hard to believe I know, who run toward them, usually with a surfboard in tow. And there are hundreds more sensible people, it has to be said, turning up in Hawaii to watch them from a safe distance ride these colossal waves. The first time that's happened in seven years. Yep, the conditions have to be just right for the eddy. Not a man, you understand, but it's a competition. It's a one-day contest held only when the surf consistently reaches around 12 metres during the winter big wave surfing season. The wind, the tides and the direction of the swell also have to be just right. And they are right now. And for the first time, men and women will compete together. Surf's up for your World in 10 for Monday the 23rd of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.